Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're halfway through the show here on a Thursday. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We're live on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. Live from Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill on the H&H Chevrolet stage. want to remind you... When you're driving, hands on the wheel, eyes and focus straight ahead. As the driver, you have one job, and that is to drive. This message brought to you by the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Uh, wanted to hop in, change gears a little here, uh, talk a little bit about volleyball. Not mm-hmm. necessarily what happened on the court for Nebraska. I feel like we covered that pretty well earlier this week yeah, you guys did a good job on monday you and avery but the thank you the there's been a little bit of drama yeah it was as of weird. late which i we we kind of caught it at the end of the show yesterday uh but i'll, I'll let you kind of explain the backstory because you read it off to me and mm-hmm. i was like that is that it struck me really oddly so former husker uh now texas transfer kayla caffey uh shared some words for whitney lonstein um, and this was on her Instagram page, mm-hmm. and it read, Welcome to the side where we win championships, which is kind of like, okay, like a little bit of a, little little bit bit of a, a shot, jab or whatever, yeah. and get loved on at the same time. Like, that's the part I bolded. Yes. So I'm going to read it again. Welcome to the side where we win championships and get loved on at the same time. And so the only thing this could um, have any reference to is, is John Cook. That, that, that is the only yeah. thing. Because if you the, – the only – first, before, like, out of – just in a vacuum, the only two things that could mean are like, hey, the fans don't support you mm-hmm. or the program doesn't support you. And, and obviously we know we, the fans yeah, show We out. obviously know it is not a fan situation between 92,000 at Memorial Stadium, between everybody showing up in Tampa. So that only leaves the program itself. And, you know, I don't know John Cook's personality – 
and I'm not going to pretend I know how he coaches and how these athletes over the years have received his coaching style, but I do know the players this season spoke very highly of him. Mm -hmm. So that's why it initially came as a shock to me. Yeah, I, I agree. And and listen, I, I know that there's been, I guess, some players in the past, and I know you've talked to some people that know players. They're like, yeah, he can be a little gruff sometimes. Mm -hmm. And But, I mean, f I, mean, I want to be totally clear. We've never heard anything in terms of, like, being out of line or over the line or anything like that. And so what I think it comes down to is – kind of coaching styles versus personality mm -hmm. types, right? And that's sort of the thing that I wanted to get into here because there are, and I know this from being a coach, from being a player, you know it the same, whether it's uh, men, women, boys, girls, kids, whatever, certain people react very differently to certain types of coaching, right? I mean, I have been, it's not just in coaching, right? There's in like personal relationships, in friendships, whatever, people react really differently to different approaches to communication. Like there are people, and you know them, I know them, I've seen it, where if you raise your voice at all, even if they you're shut not- shut down. Yeah, even if you're not yelling at them, right? Just the act of raising your voice at all causes that person to shut down. They hear nothing else, right? So if you're a coach and you get a little animated, whether you're being- disrespectful or like demeaning or anything it doesn't even have to be that right if you don't react well to people who raise their voice which by the way happens a lot in coaches coaches yell that's kind of a, a very common thing mm -hmm. half How the you get a point across sometimes. I'll say, half the time it's just a practicality thing because it's often loud in the places you are coaching <laughs> like that's honest to god when i coached i wasn't really like an angry yeller the only times i would really yell is if somebody really pushed me to a point where I was, where I got to the point where I was angry enough to yell, which didn't happen very often. Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody who knows me, I'm not really a yeller. But 90% of the time, it was a practical, these people need to hear me, and it is loud in here. My only, <laughs> the only thing left to do is yell. So regardless of what the message is, a lot of times people don't receive that well. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, of older people especially, they'll be like, oh, kids are so soft, whatever. I don't know that it's a generational thing. I think fewer people in the younger generations respond well to yelling. But I don't know that a lot of people have ever responded super well to yelling. But I, I think the interesting part here is the perception of how Coach Cook came off to certain players that have spoken out, like Caffey or, or whoever, right? I I don't know if it has – and, again, it might have as much to do with the player and the way they receive information as it does yeah. the coach and the way they relay the information. And, and you know, here's another um, – here's, here's what else I can say from the coach point of view. Uh, a head coach isn't meant to be your friend. Right. Uh, their primary goal is to make the program successful. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy, especially with people of all different coaching styles and personalities, as Ravi was um, um, kind of pointing at uh, with that with his take there. But do I think a coach should support an athlete's journey and be there for them? That's how I coach, so I think yes. But I also don't think it's a requirement it, it, because of how different coaching styles are, are kind of brought about. I also think you know, the level at which you're coaching matters there too. And I, 
I also think it's important to note that coaching women and coaching men are two entirely different things. Um, I can be hard on, on my guys at any time and they will receive anything, but that's also because they know it comes from a good place. Uh, but with women, I think you need to take a more emotional approach. And I've actually heard a lot of other coaches say that before. So it's not just, it's not just me just making this claim. Uh, it, it's something that I've heard over the years. And when I actually went through a lot of coach trainings, mm-hmm. that's something that they said, hey, these things are two, like two different beasts, like tackling this versus tackling that. It, look, that can be argued too, uh, because somebody may say it's not. They're actually more similar than you think. But here's why I also think that, you know, uh, you, you can be um, harder like with guys versus girls is, or with women, I was on the women's basketball practice squad at Lindenwood, mm-hmm. okay? The, the head coach of the team was very, very tough, like a hard-nosed, like you said, a gruffy type of guy. Um, made, made the ladies run a lot. Um, they were great. They, they were heavily conditioned, but they were also one of the faster teams of the conference because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the season – he was fired, okay? And it was because a lot of players on the team went to the athletic director and, and shared some complaints. Mind you, this team just won their first ever conference championship mm-hmm. as a team that wasn't supposed to win in the tournament. Um, so firing Coach Francis at the time, I thought was like very bizarre and weird. Uh, but they wanted to feel the love more, and they just felt like they never got enough of that. And, you know, maybe that's how Kathy felt, and that's why she went about posting this. Maybe Coach Cook was tougher to play for in years before. Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe, um, and I'm stealing this from one of our Hurt uh, at Sports coworkers but that I had a conversation with, maybe he's just gotten more patient and relaxed sure. later on in life. And, you know, there's a lot of possibilities. But, again, what I know uh, about John Cook and who he is today is that he's somebody that this team really respects. Yeah. And uh, you know what? That, that right now I think is the most important thing to focus on because people change over time if there was a change that needed to be made. Yeah, and, and I, I, will, I want to go back to a little bit of what you said about the, kind of the difference between coaching men and women because, I, I mean, I've never coached women, so I, can't, I don't have personal experience there. And, and you know what? I've only coached girls. Yeah. And when I say girls, I mean like, like sixth grade girls. Yeah, like younger, like um, youth. So I, I can't really, uh, you know, connect with the women approach either, but I have played or practiced with a team that played sure. for a tough coach and know some of those stories. And, and what I think is the key there, whether it's men, whether it's women, is I think, and you kind of touched on it with your, your Lindenwood story, is, is feeling the love, right? Whether it's men, whether it's women, whether it's youth, whether it's adults, if you are clear about the fact that you care for your players, which I think Coach Cook is, like I'm not saying that he's not, I think you can get away with is not the right term, but you have more leeway in terms of your coaching style, right? If you aren't very clear that you care about them as people outside of the sport, then the way you treat them when you coach, you have to be a lot more delicate. Whereas if you're crystal clear, they know without a shadow of a doubt that you care about them, that you love them, that you want what's best for them, not just in the sport, but outside of it as well. I think you can get uh, be a little rougher and be maybe a little bit more, uh, uh, yell a little bit more, a little bit gruffer mm-hmm. than if 
you never show that other side of your personality and you never show that other side that you care about them because at the end of the day, men, women, adults, children, people want to be cared about as people first and then you can get to the sports part of it. And to me, I think Coach Cook does a good job of that. I think from what we've seen from the majority of the players, he does a good job of that. But for whatever reason, Kayla Caffey obviously wasn't feeling that love. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to make some money, hopefully, with Brian Edwards, Mm -hmm. Vegas Insider.